the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining Alan Jackson Ministries. To not get the Jesus upgrade leaves you on the outside of the loop. Look in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. That is a truly phenomenal phrase. God's divine power, the one who created heaven and earth, the power that brought order out of the chaos has exerted that power on your behalf to give you everything you need for life and godliness. Wow. Alan Jackson Ministries believes the church is an initiative of Jesus, and we intend to get behind that initiative in any way possible. Messages like what you're about to hear are not just broadcasted through radio and television. They're also available as podcasts and streamed online globally. It's all funded through supporters who believe in the mission. Together, our goal is to help individuals become more fully devoted followers of Christ and to lead with their faith in every area. Search Alan Jackson Ministries to learn more. Before we get to today's message, Pastor Alan wants to offer you a way to be more intentional with your faith. We put some tools together that I believe will be a tremendous resource for you in this season. It begins with our book, Intentional Faith. It's a very simple premise, but it's a very powerful tool in our lives. If we don't intend for an outcome, it's very improbable we'll achieve it. You know, most of us would be happy if we lost five pounds, but unless we intend to do something about it, I'm not going to wake up thinner tomorrow. I'll have to change my diet, my exercise habits. But we would probably like more spiritual freedom or more spiritual stability or freedom from worry or anxiety, but we need a pathway to get there. Well, that's the point of this book. Ten simple ideas that if you'll implement in your life will help cultivate a set of patterns that will bring us to a place of stability and freedom in the Lord. We'll do it together. I even built a tool to go along with it. It's 100 Days of Faith, videos and emails. It's a 100-day devotional. I will join you. We'll spend a few moments together every day taking another step to secure God's best and His blessings for our lives. We even added a journal to it so you can keep a record of what God is doing in your life. Here's the notion. We, We can't keep doing the thing we've always been doing and expect a better outcome. That's insanity, and we all understand it. We can't wish evil away. Get a copy of Intentional Faith. Make a journey of 100 days of faith with me. Keep a journal of what God is doing, and we'll be in a new place in the season ahead. God bless you. Pastor Allen's book, Intentional Faith, provides a pathway to deepen your faith in just 100 days. Using practical wisdom and biblical principles, he offers 10 steps to invite God's direction into your life and help you draw closer to him. Request the book today when you donate $40 or more, and we'll also send our Intentional Faith Journal. And we have another resource available that is absolutely free, our 100-day of faith email journey. Subscribe online at alanjackson.com. We are excited to offer you these faith-growing resources. 
Request yours today at alanjackson.com or by calling 855-577-2255. That's 855-577-2255. We are so glad you're here to listen. Today's message from Pastor Alan is called, Jesus Changes Everything. So the, the title is around this notion that Jesus changes everything. And the premise is very simple, that being a Christ follower is the best way to be in the world. I think being a Christ follower will bring more pleasure to your life, more happiness to your life, more joy to your life, more fulfillment to your life, more peace to your life, more purpose to your life. Being Jesus, make, uh, being Jesus friend makes everything in life better and it changes eternity too. Somehow, and I've got some ideas, but it's beyond the scope of this discussion, that messaging has been flipped. In fact, it's deception because the thing that is not true is what is accepted as the norm. I think even amongst Christians, kind of the general thinking is that being ungodly is more pleasurable. That being ungodly will make you happier. That being ungodly will make you wealthier. That being ungodly will bring more contentment to you. And being ungodly will bring more joy to you. It's a lie. If we had time for a little open mic session... Almost every one of us could give some comment to the fact that we tried ungodliness without restraint and that it didn't deliver what we thought it would. Or we wouldn't be here. So the reality that Jesus makes life better needs to be understood with enough clarity that we can communicate it and the why of it without apology or embarrassment or hesitation. I want to start with this simple notion that Jesus is a life upgrade. You can live your life without him, but if you'll incorporate Jesus into your life, it's an upgrade. It fixes so many things about your broken operating system. That to not get the Jesus upgrade leaves you on the outside of the loop. Look in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. That is a truly phenomenal phrase. God's divine power, the one who created heaven and earth, the power that brought order out of the chaos, has exerted that power on your behalf to give you everything you need for life and godliness. Wow! Through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he's given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. That last phrase or verse introduces a theme that's going to be consistent through our talk this morning. An invitation to participate in something and an acknowledgement that we have escaped from something in accepting that invitation. What I want to give you this morning in the minutes we have left is a little buffet. Like I want to serve them to you kind of as spiritual hors d'oeuvres. And I say hors d'oeuvres because I don't have time to develop an entree for you. If I get to the entree discussion, you're going to miss the rest of the hors d'oeuvres. All grounded in scripture, most of them I suspect very familiar to you. But as I do, I want you to think of each one and evaluate the the place or position it holds in your own self-awareness right now. Well, there's some implications. The first one I'm going to give you is in Matthew 5 and verse 13. Jesus is speaking. It's his most lengthy single sermon. He said, you're the salt of the earth. 
And if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Jesus said, you and I are salt and light. It speaks to purpose, objective, meaning for our lives. Not some secondary assignment, but the reason we're here is to be salt and light. Salt carries with it two functions. One is to inhibit, retard, slow down, decay. Salt is a means of preserving, diminishing decay. That's a part of our assignment here. We're to stand against the decay to hold up a different set of values, a different set of ideas. Doesn't always make you popular. It's not always easy. It's not always about what's legal or not legal. It's about God's perspective. Come on, church. He said, you're salt. The other aspect of salt is it adds flavor. I would submit to you that throughout scripture, it's God's people in the earth that draw his attention. They're at the center of his purposes. Light. Light dispels darkness. Darkness doesn't have the power to overcome the light. The only way for the darkness to grow more intense is for the light to be diminished. Don't be angry at the darkness. Turn up the light. You and I. In our neighborhoods, on the ball teams where our children are involved, in the schools where they attend, in our groups of friends, around our hobbies and our interests, in the places of business where we go. We're called with those two very specific assignments. You and I don't need any further instruction from the Lord until we have leaned fully into being salt and light. Number two. John, 1 John 3, how great is the love of the Father is lavished on us that we should be called children of God. You are a child of God. Not a church person or a religionist. The creator of heaven and earth. The power that brought order to our world. That hangs the stars in space and keeps the earth in its orbit. That God has, considers you his child. Hello. Folks, that's an amazing statement. Look in Galatians 3. You're all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. You're all one in Christ Jesus. It's an amazing statement that the being in Christ is the single most important defining characteristic of your life. I'm an American and I'm a Christian. But I'm not an American Christian. I'm a Christian who happens to live in America. I live in Tennessee. I'm a citizen of this state, and I'm grateful for that and proud of that. But I'm a Christ follower who lives in the state of Tennessee. I'm tired of the hyphens. Jesus precedes any hyphen in our lives. And if we put something in front of our faith in identifying ourselves, it's an idol. Because Jesus is Lord of all. The single most important defining characteristic of your person is your relationship to him, to be in Christ. Because we're God's kids. He chose us. We're in him. That is so much. Are you one of those Jesus people? Absolutely I am. Wouldn't you like to be? I'm a child of God. Number three, I'm Jesus' friend. I like this one a lot. Jesus, John 15, I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends. And then listen to what Jesus said. Everything that I've learned from my father, I've made known to you. He said, everything the father has told me, he said, I've told you. I'm your friend. I want to be his friend. 
Because I think we fundamentally understand what that means. You know what you want from your friends. And you know what is required of you to be a friend. You don't have room in your life for a hundred friends. There's not enough time. There's not enough tension, attention for you to spread around. And you and I are going to be Jesus' friends. It means there, there's no arena of my life where I don't gratefully take Jesus with me. Because I don't want there to be any arena where he doesn't stand up for me. Number four, I'm a participant in Abraham's blessing. Why do I care? Galatians 4 and verse 6, because your sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but a son. And since you're a son, God has made you also an heir. We meet Abram in Genesis chapter 12, very near the beginning of the story. God makes a covenant with Abraham. The strongest agreement God makes with a human being in the Bible is a covenant. He makes a covenant with Abraham. He said, I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And through Jesus' redemptive work in Christ, the Bible says, you and I have become heirs to that covenant. If you want to know the specifics of the contract, read Deuteronomy 28, the first 14 verses. I don't have the time to give them all to you, but it's a life-changing assignment. It will help you understand your relationship with God and his attitude towards good things that he intends to bring to you. We're participant in Abraham's blessing. Thank you for listening to Alan Jackson Ministries. We'll be back to the message in just a moment. But first, Pastor Alan wants to tell you a little bit more about bringing fresh purpose and direction to your faith. We put some tools together that I believe will be a tremendous resource for you in this season. It begins with our book, Intentional Faith. It's a very simple premise, but it's a very powerful tool in our lives. If we don't intend for an outcome, it's very improbable we'll achieve it. You know, most of us would be happy if we lost five pounds, but unless we intend to do something about it, I'm not going to wake up thinner tomorrow. I'll have to change my diet, my exercise habits. Well, we would probably like more spiritual freedom or more spiritual stability or freedom from worry or anxiety, but we need a pathway to get there. Well, that's the point of this book. Ten simple ideas that if you'll implement in your life will help cultivate a set of patterns that will bring us to a place of stability and freedom in the Lord. We'll do it together. I even built a tool to go along with it. It's 100 Days of Faith, videos and emails. It's a 100-day devotional. I will join you. We'll spend a few moments together every day taking another step to secure God's best and His blessings for our lives. We even added a journal to it so you can keep a record of what God is doing in your life. Here's the notion. We, we can't keep doing the thing we've always been doing and expect a better outcome. That's insanity, and we all understand it. We can't wish evil away. Get a copy of Intentional Faith. Make a journey of 100 days of faith with me. Keep a journal of what God is doing, and we'll be in a new place in the season ahead. God bless you. Pastor Allen's book, Intentional Faith, offers 10 ways to bring more purpose and direction to your faith, your relationships, your community, and your life. Our Intentional Faith Journal comes alongside the book to help you put all your learning into practice. You can request the book and journal today when you donate $40 or more. Plus, we have another resource available that is absolutely free. Our 100 Day of Faith email journey. Sign up online at alanjackson.com. 
we're excited to offer you these intentional faith resources because they've changed other people's lives and they can help make your faith stronger too. Request your book and journal at alanjackson.com or by calling 855-577-2255. That's 855-577-2255. Thank you for supporting Alan Jackson Ministries as together we follow God into a new season. This spring, you're invited to World Outreach Church, kicking off Easter weekend and continuing through the first weekend of May. We'll be celebrating with services outside and inside that Jesus is Lord. There'll be food trucks and musical guests like Michael W. Smith, Phil Wickham, CeCe Winans, and more. It will be a celebration so big that you'll have to say, Wow! So plan your weekend trip to Tennessee by going to alanjackson.com for each weekend's details and let us know you're coming. Now let's get back to Pastor Allen with his message entitled, Jesus Changes Everything. Number five, I'm righteous. Second Corinthians 5, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Righteous, big old religious word, means you can stand in the presence of God, in the presence of God, without fear, without guilt, or without shame. Now, why do we care? Because the Bible says that every one of us has two appointments, unavoidable appointments. You can't delegate them. You can't cancel them. There's two appointments you and I will keep. One is death. And after death, judgment. You're going to stand before the creator of all things and answer for what you've done in the body. Your body doesn't define your existence. When your body wears out, your spirit is eternal. Number six, I'm a citizen of heaven. Philippians 3, our citizenship is in heaven from which we eagerly await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible uses a whole set of words. It says we're aliens, strangers on earth. That we have another value system. That we're in this world, but we're not of this world's system. Jesus is ultimately going to establish his kingdom on earth with his values on earth. But that's not this time period. We live in a sin-filled world. We not only struggle with sin, the temptation of sin, sin impedes our lives. We look all around us and we see the cause, the impact of sin. It reminds us that our citizenship is someplace else. We have another set of values, another set of objectives, another set of parameters, another set of goals. We're striving for something differently than those people who are not in Christ. Number seven, I've been chosen by the creator. It's a big deal. Did you know God chose me? Now, you you need clarity on this. I don't want you to be fuzzy at all. He chose me. I got a sign in my office that says, Jesus loves you, but I'm his favorite. Now, if you had the sign, it could be true of you, but I got the sign. God chose me. Now, I know. You can read the verse, and he chose you too. But the one that's most important to me is he chose me. You know why? Because every one of us know what it is to be left out, to be left off, to be rejected, to have somebody say no, to look past you or overlook you, to devalue you. That's a part of the journey. Nobody gets through without that. Nobody gets through without that. And we're never going to fix that with legislation. So it's very, very important to understand 
that the creator of all things looked across the span of human history. Billions of people. And he chose you. Number eight, I've been justified. The technical definition of justified is to be acquitted, to be forgiven, to be declared not guilty. Somebody shared a definition with me I like. It says to be justified is just as if I'd gotten it all right. Most of us are far more in tune with what we didn't do, the opportunities we missed, the things we didn't say. When we made a wrong choice, to be justified means you've been acquitted of all that. It's just like you got it all right. Now again, not because of something you've done, because we both know we didn't get it all right, but in Christ... He exhausted the curse due my godlessness and my rebellion that I might have the fullness of his blessing for his perfect obedience. I've been justified in him. Number nine, I'm free of condemnation. Romans 8, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation through the Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life, set me free from the law of sin and death. There's that escape notion again. I've been set free from something. There's no condemnation for you. Folks, none of us are perfect. You have an adversary that will remind you of your weaknesses and your failures and your shortcomings and the times you didn't get it right. And he'll do his best to to, um, hinder you, to, to render you quiet and mute and inert and inactive. And you're going to have to learn to say to him, that's right, that was a season in my life and I didn't make godly choices, but I have humbled myself and repented and I stand now in Christ. Number 10, I have a new life in Christ. I have a new life in Christ, a new future, a new set of boundaries, a new set of invitations. There are some things I've escaped and a new set of opportunities have opened up in front of me. I'm not limited to my frailty and my weakness and my intellectual limits or my physical limits. God has some gifts for me and invitations that he uniquely created me for. I have a new life in Christ. And the overwhelming characteristic of that new life is that sin is no longer my master. Number 11, I have an inheritance with the saints. Colossians 1, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified me to share in the inheritance of the saints. How did I get an inheritance? God qualified me. I didn't qualify myself. It's not because I went to church enough. God qualified me for an inheritance in the saints. I have an inheritance in the saints. And finally, I have access to the throne. This one's amazing to me. I have access to the throne. Who's in your contact list? The creator of all things will take my call. You and I have access to the throne. Tremendous price paid for that. Tremendous sacrifice paid for that. That's why it's not about whether I'm Methodist or Baptist or interdenominational or whatever label I choose. I'm in Christ. Look at your last phrase. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we can receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Don't you stand with me? You are precious to the Lord. Nothing's hidden from him. He knows when a sparrow falls to the ground, he knows we don't get it right. And he's made provision for us. Not an excuse for sloppiness, but a provision for a totally different way to live under the sun. 
more aware of who we are in Christ than who we are not in Alan. The devil will remind you of all the things you're not. All the things you haven't been. You need to be more aware of what this Bible scripture says you are in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your word, for its truth and power and authority. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here today. We welcome you to help us. We need your help. You're our teacher and our guide. Lord, in all those places where we're inadequate and we have been unaware or our awareness has diminished, we, we, we ask you to begin to give us new ears to hear and new eyes to see and, and an open heart to receive. That we might stand in your strength. That we might stand in your authority and in your boldness and in your confidence and your courage to choose a path that will bring your very best to us. Help us, Holy Spirit. And if there are any places where we have drifted, where we have taken our eyes off the path and we have wandered into places and engaged in practices that are diminishing your authority in our lives, we, we want to humble ourselves this morning and repent to lay them down. Give us the courage to choose you with our whole hearts and to say no to ungodliness and yes to you. Where we've imagined we could redefine the pathway that would bring fulfillment to our lives. Bring to us a clarity, the wisdom to choose you with our whole heart. I thank you for your help. May we be aware to encourage one another and to strengthen one another. To stand with one another. Thank you for being our friend. Thank you for being our friend. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor Allen's book, Intentional Faith, can help you grow your faith in just 100 days. You can request your copy when you donate $40 or more today. And we'll also send our Intentional Faith Journal, which helps you put Pastor Allen's book into practice. We have another resource available that is absolutely free, our 100-day of faith email journey. And you can sign up at alanjackson.com. Request your intentional faith resources today at alanjackson.com or by calling 855-577-2255. That's 855-577-2255. That's all for today on Alan Jackson Ministries. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time for another encouraging message. This program is sponsored by Alan Jackson Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.